Real quick before we start the episode, unfortunately, there was an audio issue on my voice when we recorded the intro. It sounds like I was using a potato instead of a microphone to record my voice. Uh, the rest of the episode, thankfully, doesn't have this issue, but enjoy the episode. Welcome to Movies with Heart. I'm your host, Paul Fullhart, joined as always by my host, Sam Fullhart. No relation. And today we're going to continue our famous series, the Batastic Batman Bat Bat series or something. That's definitely the that right. name we've. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there was a Batman in there. Bat, yeah. Batastic Bat Bat. Bat series, series. Bat, bat, right. bat series. Nailed it. Yeah. First try. <laughs> All right. Um, and so, yeah, as we make our journey through the Batman movies, we're now, we just finished the stop of Batman Begins. So we have begun Batman. And now we are going to dark Batman. We're going to dark knight him <laughs> when we watch the dark knight. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but we're going to do it. Um, yeah. Sam, what, what do you remember from this movie? Yeah, this was just this is huge in high school. I mean, obviously, I loved Batman Begins, so I was eagerly anticipating The Dark Knight. You know, I really excited to see Joker back. Um, and then, yeah, then he, finding out that Heath Ledger died as a result of uh, making this movie. You know, that that was just uh, that that just kind of. It just it created a weird. I mean, I, I was very excited, but it just added. I just was on my mind even more, um, and so I think I went in with so much anticipation, and I wasn't. Sh- I was like not sure how it was going to feel, you know, watching a performance from somebody who I knew had recently died tragically, um, and then yeah, then I I really loved the movie. I watched it multiple times in theaters, which wasn't something that I did a lot, uh, you know, for movies. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, at the time I thought it was even better than, than Batman begins. Um, uh, and, uh, I, I mean, I, I just loved Heath Ledger's take on the Joker. Um, I, I loved, uh, I, I loved some of the, the sequences, like especially the opening, uh, robbery sequence. Um, yeah, uh, but I haven't seen it in a long time, so I'm curious to revisit it. How about you, Paul? Yeah, coming, coming from a similar point, I was so excited for, for this movie. Um, you know, yeah, it had the Batman Begins kind of reignited, uh, you know, the Batman franchise breathed new life into it. And then this, this one came in, there was so much buildup around it. I don't, I think I'm going to adjust a little bit i don't think um keith ledger didn't die as a result of making this movie i think and i think that was overblown in terms of the the news around this a lot it was yeah not related i I thought that he had it had contributed to his depression a a lot of the stories around that have been found to be not true as time has gone on and that whole that whole narrative is really a false narrative has pretty much been found out at this point um that it was the darkness of the Joker or whatever that was it causing... Seemed, it seemed a little bit 
silly. I mean, I, he is yeah, kind of a method no, those, actor. Yeah, so yeah, those, yeah. A lot of that was found to yeah, not actually. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I was just repeating what I remembered reading. <laughs> yeah. So, so years yeah, ago, I'm I'm gonna revise that. I'm not gonna it. say I, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm an expert, and we certainly don't have all of the information. But it's definitely you can say that it, it definitely just changed um, the way it it was viewed. To, yeah. Again, yeah. To know that we were watching a movie that had, you know, we all knew that this person is not alive anymore, and he died recently. That you know, but I think. Just yeah, the the greatness of this movie shined through, and I mean yeah, uh, to at the time this was just like for for the movies that I had watched at this point that this was the pinnacle. Like I think we were making fun of like how Nolan Nolanites in the last <laughs> episode how they you know watch these movies and think this is like the peak of cinema because um, <laughs> they just haven't watched a lot of other movies well for me at this point i hadn't watched a lot of other movies yeah and so this this truly was the the pinnacle for for me at this point i mean i think no we didn't mention going back to last one like the the batman begins it just it ups the intensity in the batman movies like the other ones are more like fun and campy batman begins is more intense and this one takes that to a whole nother level and i think this is one of those like you know when you talk about the theatrical experience this is like the poster. This has to be the poster child of that. Cause I think just, it's like a ride when you're in there in the movie and it's just so, so intense and in what's going on in the screen, it just pulls you in and you, you were just like, you were at, with the movie, just watching, like holding your breath at every moment, seeing, waiting for whatever is going to happen next. And really and this movie does a great job of it's not predictable. So you're just like on the edge of your seat. And that, that was just like an experience like never before. And I re I don't know if any movie has captured this like same, like, you know, movies have been close, but I don't think of anything's quite come to what this movie was um, for, for me watching it for the yeah. first time. So, I mean, it was. I remember um, one part in particular that I just did not see coming at all. And yeah. I don't know if, if I shouldn't spoil it now. Cause this is well, the we're both segment. thinking of the same. I'm assuming that there was a pencil involved. Yeah. In what you're oh, talking well, about. actually, no, but that oh, was no. another one. Oh, that, I mean, that, that was probably the, that probably did blow me away even more, but I, I'm thinking of a different, a certain yeah, yeah. choice that somebody makes that has oh, some yeah. big consequences that I d didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, but well, yeah. yeah, we can, we can talk so, about yeah, it. We'll, we'll get into it after we actually watch the yeah. movie. The pencil um, though but, is just, oh yeah. You, you gotta love the pencil. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. There's, there's just, there's just so, so, so much to, so much to love and just, yeah, there's, there's, it's, this is a special movie, uh, going into this viewing, um, any, anything you're going to be looking for? Yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to be kind of taking, I mean, I really want to enjoy it and, and I don't mm -hmm. want to. I don't want to be like a just a, a naysayer who tries to rain on the parade of the, yeah. the dedicated fans, but I, you know, I I found quite a bit to to criticize in Batman Begins in terms of the themes and some of the, the motivations, and so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue that uh, thread into this movie. I want to see and and you know you mentioned that the first one sets up certain tensions or conflicts that are addressed uh, more in, in uh, The Dark Knight. So I'm going to be curious to see uh, what they do with those conflicts. Uh, what about you? 
Yeah, I think you've pretty much some some summed it up. It'll be it'll be interesting to see, like looking under the hood, if you know, we, yeah, you know, find what 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 we find. I think it's yeah. At the end of the day, it, they're superhero movies, so we'll probably there probably are some things that don't make sense, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but yeah, it'll be. I've I haven't seen this movie. Like I've only seen this movie twice. I think for me, it was so intense that it just wasn't like the type of movie that I was just like, oh, like, I guess like for a casual time, I'm going to go watch it. Like, I think Batman Begins is just a little more chill. So I would pick that one up versus that. There's just a lot more like darkness. And more fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it's funny. Or sorry, I I I, lo- I was so into this movie, and I I think I saw it three times in the theater, and then I I bet I've seen it like two other times beyond that. Yeah. So yeah, it almost has a quality of one of those movies that's like super sad or something. Yeah. Where you watch it and you're like, that was an amazing movie, and then you never watch it again, even though you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. <laughs> but it's just you know, some some movies are easier for repeat watching because they're just a little wider. Um, right. And so, yeah, for for me, it's been a really long time since I've seen this. So it'll be be interesting to see, you know, what I I, I my memory is not even like, you know, Batman Begins. I remembered every second of that movie. And well, I remember what happens in this movie. I don't remember the visual details. I don't I don't remember a lot of like the nitty gritty specifics of what was actually on the screen. So it'll be I'm, I'm super excited to, to see it again. Yeah. Um, same. Anything else? Nope. I'm ready to watch. Let's get watching. Welcome back. We just finished watching The Dark Knight. Sam, what are your thoughts? Well, Paul, I really enjoyed watching this movie. I'd say even more than Batman Begins. But I also have a lot of uh, critical thoughts and questions. And, you know... I, I'm I'd say just I'm open to changing this opinion, but just starting off, I think that uh I think that maybe this, you know, this movie doesn't uh doesn't exactly hold up. Um I probably like I put it. that pretty yeah. tentatively, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well so that, that that's what this is for. Um, yeah. I'd I'd say after watching it, I think I liked it more than I remembered. I think it's been a long time since I watched it. And I think it really let me like feel what it felt like to watch it like the first time, I guess. I, it really and it reminded me a lot of what it felt like in the theater to be like watching it, because I think it's quite like a, a ride of a movie. You know, it's more, more of like a movie experience um, than anything. Uh, and I think I think it's a, I think it's I really enjoyed the ride. And I'll, I'll say that I think the highs were higher than I remembered. And honestly, I think the lows were better than I thought that that isn't to say I don't think they weren't that low. You're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was more possible to explain some things away than I remembered. And they might have worked out. It might have made more sense. I will say, though, that, you know, especially this reminded me more of the earlier Batman movies where you have like some really good things and then some not as good things as opposed to like Batman Begins where I think it was more just pretty like solid all around movie. I mean, it had the League of Shadows, so. (laughs) How dare you, sir? (laughs) Uh, But anyway, yeah, that, that, that's, that's where I'm at. Um, I don't know if it's might not be 
worth. I think if you're watching this, you probably know the plot. Um, if not, um, Joker comes to town and it's um, Batman versus Joker, Dawn of Chaos ensues. <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's the movie. We'll we'll get into a lot more details of what happens as I think we try yeah, to I think litigate. We, I think um, we need to talk in this movie. quite a bit about the about what yeah. happens to like really talk about it and talk about whether it's good or bad. But yeah, maybe it's we don't need to do like a uh ten thousand foot plot summary. Yeah, we'll we'll, um, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I too, for me, I, I, I definitely had the, a lot of the same sensations, you know, that I had the first time I watch it. And I think that was a big part of the enjoyment of watching it was just kind of reliving that excitement. Um, yeah, yeah, it really, really brought me back to like, you know, as a kid in the theater and it just, it was exciting. Yeah. I think that's what was, was great about this movie. So where, um, where should we start? To throw a topic out, we got lots of choices. Okay. Um, I mean, should we? Let's see. Um, Well, I guess maybe to start with, to kind of connect it to Batman Begins, I think this movie, you know, it definitely is kind of trying to deal with uh, some of the issues from the last movie like is batman a positive presence in gotham city um Mm -hmm. and you know i I do it it starts off with uh scarecrow is still at large and there are all of these people who have like they're dressing up like batman but they use guns so they're not really sticking to his principles as as much as he would like um and Corruption is just as bad as it's ever. I mean, it seemed like it was even worse in this. Like, just about everyone is uh, corrupt, besides a few of the main characters. Um, so, I guess, yeah. Did you think? Um, what did you think about the, like, the the way that this movie kind of uh, comes off of Batman Begins and like, it, it, do you do you think is is my take on that right that it it looks like Batman has not. The things have gotten worse since Batman I, has been. I'm, uh, I'm gonna push back on it. Okay. I think things have gotten better, and I mean maybe it just didn't couldn't convince you of this, <laughs> um, but I guess, um, and maybe it's a case of the movie, like telling you that it's better, but not really showing. Huh. That there might be, I think there is a bit of a, a little bit of a disconnect in the start of the movie on that. But I think what it's saying is that it has gotten better. And then the mob's basically been pushed to like where they're just not even, they're barely able to operate at this point. They've lost most of their money. Uh, there's thing, things have been cleaned up. Criminals are afraid to go out at night. Uh, there are, you know, people huh. copying him, and there are still a few people out there trying to be up to no good but by and large it's been cut down however i think this is i I think it's a good logical step because i think this is kind of the ebbs and flows of batman coming to town where you have the initial goodness but then what this movie is all about is that you brought in this larger than life uh hero and so in the desperation of the um criminals they're gonna they're gonna turn to a, a larger than life uh, villain to match him 
Well, but they turn to the they turn to the Joker because Batman captures their banker Lau, right? That's the like that's the direct event that leads to them turning to Joker. Because the first time that he goes to them, they don't want his services. They're, I mean, they they're already thinking about it. I don't. <laughs> okay. You know. Um. But when they actually turn to Joker, that's after Lau has been captured. Yeah, they just haven't. I yeah, I I don't know if those are necessarily a cause and effect there. Just a correlation. Yeah, nice corollary. <laughs> um, like that 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 okay. might be the case, but I, I think it is that he's. I mean, the, the they're barely able to function. So, not, I think that's the point: is that he has defeated the mom because he's a greater force than that but okay. now that's going to cause a, a greater force to come in to try to take him down okay yeah i guess i just missed the dialogue about the mob being so depleted um it it seems like in terms of corruption at least things haven't gotten better yeah that's definitely you still got I think it has. Which that doesn't better, make though. sense. If the mob um, is so is so weak, why would corruption? And I, so I, I think it has gotten better. There's some again. I think there might be issues in this. There could be issues in this movie that are we're now stumbling upon. Where sometimes what the movie says and like also what happens isn't quite in line. I think it has gotten better because you have judges that are actually willing to prosecute the the big mobster people and that wasn't a thing before and right. you have um harvey who's going who feels the confidence to go up against them i think you could say that's because batman's get there and he's given people more confidence to to face right. these and i think it there theoretically is also less corrupt cops at this point also okay i, I don't think that's like, clear but, you know, I it's think, we've we've moved from fifty percent to to a nice healthy ten percent yeah. of cops. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess I'm not sure how much more um, we can say here. I, 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 yeah. I, there's a lot to talk about, but uh, yeah. Well, we've we've registered our different impressions about the state of <laughs> Gotham uh, at the start of the movie. Um, I mean, should we just talk about Joker? Uh, Probably get it, yeah. I and guess he, the movie starts the, with the him center too. of the film. I thought yeah. that was a. I think the the movie does two things that I think are really interesting. Really, one of them is something that it doesn't do, um, and that so do what what's the thing it the movie doesn't do in the opening scene? Um, well, it doesn't give you a Joker origin. Um, like we don't see him falling into a vat of acid, or, or are you are you talking about something else? I'm talking about something else. All right, I'll I'll, I'll just go for you it. You might just so, have to tell me. So yeah, here 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 we go. So yeah, the movie. I, I I think this is one of the best opening scenes to a movie, like just period. Yeah. Um. Per- personally, I think it sets up so much in a really cool and interesting way. So we start out and we see these guys in clown masks going to um, rob the bank. I just it's it's moving super fast. It's re- really cool, and this is where. We get to see like the both it introduces Joker. So, yeah, as you said, the movie starts out on Joker and kind of introduces both the like the chaos and the method of Joker, because mm-hmm. this bank robbery, it does have a plan. 
there's these different people they have their different jobs but he's also ordered each person kills a guy once their yeah. job's done and it's kind of like once you see it once it has this cool thing where it establishes this like rhythm and expectation of like oh now now you as an audience know that all right oh this guy's gonna die next and it creates this kind of fun dynamic but then the the key thing i think in the that really makes this scene stand out and pop is that joker finishes the bank rob and he leaves in the bus and that's all there is to it and the, the key detail is that batman was never in the scene so in all oh. the other previous movies you have the cold opening with the bad guy like in the older ones but batman shows up um and yeah. in this one i think his his absence is i think very notable here yeah, that's a great point. Um, and I, I also really like the opening scene um, for all the reasons that you mentioned. Um, and I, it's cool when you, you figure out which one of the henchmen is actually Joker, mm-hmm. and, but you don't see his, he still has a clown mask on, so you don't see his face. And then he, he cocks his head like Michael Myers. Yeah. Um, I felt like that had to have been a nod to Halloween there. Um, so why do you, why do you think that Batman doesn't show up? To, what do you like? What do you think is the significance of that? Is it to make Joker more threatening or like make? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that's what it is. It's like the, this is it. Kind of sets him on the level of Batman by him. He's able to operate, and Batman wasn't able to get there in time to stop him. So yeah, he's, he's. I think it helps establish him as like a. It quickly makes him a force equal to Batman. And then he also he does it during the daytime um, is a big reason of why why Batman's not there. And that's it. He's he's not afraid to mix it up. Um, yeah. And kind of shows like, hey, Batman's only fighting crime at night. <laughs> why, why don't we just do crime in the daytime? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of stuff during the day. The, the thing at the hospital. um yeah, exactly. He's, um, he's not. He's not afraid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I do really like the part too where when they kind of uh, you, you think they might break up the formula of you know one guy offing the next guy like mm-hmm. uh, one of his and one of the goons like turns to Joker and he's like oh you know I bet you're gonna you're the guy who's supposed to kill me and he's like no no I kill the bus driver and he's yeah. like what what bus driver and then he just gets run over by a bus um yeah yeah so and like and like watching that for the first time it's so surprising i think this scene really just like kind of it like kind of knocks you back a little bit it kind of puts you on your heels so then i think it's like sets you up to just kind of let the movie just come at you because you really i think it's a movie that it benefits from a the first viewing because I think if you don't know what's going to happen, it's, it does a great job of kind of making Joker this chaotic character who can do anything. So I think when you don't know what's going to happen next, it, it really adds to it versus I think maybe it's a movie where like subsequent viewings, you don't quite get the same effect when you, you know where it's going to go. So you don't get to feel the like true chaos of Joker. Yeah. Right, and there are a number of surprises that we get along the way. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, great opening. Uh, so, yeah, um, I mean, with Joker, there's a lot to talk about. There's the yeah. Heath Ledger performance. There's the, like, what exactly, who is Joker? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, may, I mean, 
I I'll just say on the Heath Ledger performance, I I still think it's it's a really uh, amazing performance. Um, I think he's just yeah so much more menacing than any villain that we've had up to this point. Um, he he is genuinely scary at times when he's like holding yeah. a knife up to someone. Um, and I think uh, yeah, I, I mean yeah, I don't know. There, what else is there to say about Heath Ledger? Yeah, I, I think you know, the, like the stuff, like the cock in the head, like Halloween. I think there's there's a lot of different aspects to the character, and like scene to scene, he's doing different stuff. Like his voice, his, his all his like mannerisms. Um, I, yeah, I think. What do you think of his laugh? Uh, I I loved it. I'm, yeah, to be honest, I I think I I need to listen to the other laughs because I remember I thought Romero's was really strong too, but I think this is my favorite laugh. It yeah. might be recency bias. Yeah, especially I, at the end when he's dangling and he mm-hmm. just like this out of control, deranged laugh. Maybe we should when we do our our final episode, we should do like a best Joker laugh category. I think did we not have that? I thought we did. Maybe not. I don't remember. Maybe. All right. We well, all right. We'll add it in. We'll we'll bring yeah. it in. I think that's a good one. See, yeah. I think I think he gets the cackle of Romero, but I think, like you said, it's there's this unhinged aspect to it that that wasn't there before. Yeah. That I think really it just makes it makes it. It's just terrifying to to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, and then, so I guess we've we've talked about Joker as like you know the the character as far as like um what what well, he's doing yeah um um what well, can i say a little more about oh, yeah. the character mm-hmm. i mean i mean maybe this ties into what he's doing but uh i i think that he is i think he is much more menacing but i don't think like if you're trying to say this is a, a more realistic or grounded movie, like no. I don't, there is no, no human is like the Joker. Uh, I, I don't think that he, I, I mean, he's like a very philosophical villain who like all of his, um, all of his things are all, all of his little, uh, you know, pranks, uh, that, um, are meant to <laughs> kind of expose the, you know, expose human weakness and whatnot and he's yeah there i i mean he's like a very fun interesting uh character but i don't think i mean he is as divorced from reality as as any of the other villains that we've had up to this point i would say um but maybe he's like because he's like asking questions that people find interesting that's like what makes him you know better uh what, what do you think about that yeah I, I definitely don't think that this movie is like real <laughs> i guess <laughs> there's it's it's definitely f- very in the realm of larger than life and fiction and it's pretty pretty over the top start to finish like in the realm of superheroes so yeah. i wouldn't i definitely wouldn't call this grounded like how many people how many people just want to watch the world burn and also even if you think some people do how many of them do it in such a reflective like philosophical manner as the joker (laughs) um hey that's 
That, that's what you need though in your chaotic character yeah um, yeah but I, I yeah i i really i really enjoy a good chaotic character who's just like you know he he has a plan but is his plan he's kind of just you know do, doing whatever and you just kind of like get get to sit back and watch see what see what happens i think it's a lot of a lot of fun um yeah i i think will. that it you know, I don't think it's really the movie's fault, but I think that it like sometimes pe- people think of, you know, real life uh, humans who may be, uh, you know, um, maybe opposed to, uh, you know, say the the U.S. or something or I, I'm trying not to get too political, yeah. but but they think of these people as just like wanting to watch the world burn when like they actually have, you know, at least intelligible motivations like beyond that. And it's, it's a little, it's a little annoying when like, you know, p- people act like this is so, uh, you know, yeah, s- serious. And it's like, <laughs> no, this is still, this is still far from real. Don't think of the Joker as like, he, he don't think of him as representing any like, uh, evil in the, the actual world. Yeah. The, this movie, it definitely had me thinking back to the time where like, you know, I guess people thought like, this movie is going to inspire people to do bad things, I guess. And this movie feels very divorced from, from reality and any other like wacky superhero villain. (laughs) Uh, So it, yeah, I guess if someone, if this motivated someone, they were going to be motivated by something else. I'll, yeah, I'll just say that I don't I certainly don't I don't think this was like I, I just I think I don't think this movie was grounded, as you say. So I I really yeah, I don't don't see where the, the Joker is going to be a huge. Yeah. Yeah. Motivator for people. But um, I yeah, I yeah, I really like how he's kind of he's just kind of a foil to everyone in the movie. I, th- I think that works because he's like a foil to the mob where he, he doesn't care about money. He's he's just in it to like, I guess, watch the world burn. But then he's, <laughs> he's a foil. He's a foil to Batman because he's he wants to keep he's going to keep Batman alive, but he's going to do everything he can to like, you know, torment him and destroy the city. Kind of, yeah. I guess we could get to well, like. Sorry, I, I, he I think he he sees Bat. I mean, this is this is a way that it follows with the Tim first Tim Burton Batman, but you know, pr- I would say probably does a better job. Actually um, does it. Yeah. As opposed I, to saying it does it. Yeah. Like Joker sees Batman as a kindred spirit and you know, they mm-hmm. both, however that, yeah, we don't actually find out how Joker became a uh, Joker, but he clearly had a troubled past uh, that led him to, you know, dress up as a freak, uh, like Batman. Um, and he, you know, I think he sees, even though they're in some ways kind of polar opposites, you know, Batman is super principled. Joker is chaos. Uh, he thinks that he thinks that everyone is a lot more like him than they maybe let on, or maybe it's like their fear that keeps them from fully embracing their chaotic side. So I think he, he's trying to push Batman, you know, give Batman that little push to bring him into his uh, corner. Yeah, it's the the old are people inherently good or inherently <laughs> evil scenario. Exactly, if you, if you will, is 
the the two sides of the coin the Whoa. Batman and Joker <laughs> oh wow I'm what sorry a... for that no, um, that was great but, uh, yeah yeah I, I, I do I think the movie does a great job as and I think I'll say Batman Begins I think does a great job of it has a villain in the movie that's emphasizing Batman that's on like a way lower level I guess and like not I don't think none of its villains really match Batman in terms of like I don't know I guess how powerful they are I guess you I think you always kind of in the first movie see, see Batman as the greatest power which I think then helps when you watch this movie afterwards because I, I think it really does do a good job of establishing Joker as being on the same level as Batman like, I think you, yeah. you really you really believe that these are like two equals going at it right right um so yeah maybe yeah now we can talk about uh Joker's plans um yeah what what did you well should we just summarize or try to summarize what i mean even that is going to be a little tricky for me because at some points i was like joker must know that like harvey dent is not batman in order for him to have this plan but how does he know that um i don't think he needed to okay Uh, well let's should we get into it? Yeah, and I yeah, I guess all right. So here all right, here was my experience watching this movie of Joker's plan. All right. So I think yeah. for the first like 40 50 minutes of the movie, I think his plan holds up pretty okay. well. Um where he you know, he steals the money, right? That's the first step. That's that puts he, he steals, steals the money, money from or the money yeah, that from the, the mob steals the mob's money. Yeah. yeah, which then puts Lau in a tough spot, which yeah. then um, lets you know lets that stuff happen. So basically, he drives the mob into a corner, right? So then that lets open center stage for him. But really, he's trying to draw Batman in. I think is the ultimate goal of all of this. Okay, then, right? Because he he thinks Batman is really important. Like he has this whole speech to the mob but he he sees batman you're right this is partly where we get the idea that things have improved in gotham like criminals are afraid you know crime is down mm-hmm. whatnot and he yeah. sees batman as the cause of that that's right so batman is his target um yeah. and um, then or sorry go ahead oh no you keep going i might might need to help anyway okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> well partly why i was i was acting like i was being polite but i just wanted to force you to <laughs> That's, uh, but so he he says that he wants um batman to reveal his true identity um mm. and he starts uh is it metaphorical or real oh good <laughs> is it yeah, literal point. you know yeah <laughs> um yeah so deep um uh so he starts um he starts kidnapping people. Uh, he begins with someone who, who is like a, a Batman impersonator. And basically, he's going to be killing uh, civilians and officials. Uh, each day, he's going to kill uh, at least one new person until Batman, um, you know, reveals, uh, reveals himself. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Yeah, and he does, he does kill a couple he kills a, a judge who was um, uh, prosecuting some mob members. He kills uh, 
the current uh, commissioner. I, I don't remember his uh, name. Um, and then uh, fails to kill Harvey Dent uh, at a party um, that Bruce is holding for Harvey. Um, we can maybe talk more about that later. Um, and then, um, you know, Bruce is like feeling like maybe he should reveal himself. Uh, <laughs> Harvey holds a press conference uh, at which Batman is supposed to reveal himself. And Bruce goes there to uh, say, I'm Batman. But Harvey, uh, he says, no, I'm Batman. Um, and then they're, um, the police are taking... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the police are taking Harvey away. Uh, and so, okay, here's where it starts getting complicated for me. Um, so Joker goes after Joker and his goons go after Harvey. Is is that because they do they think that he might actually be Batman? That that's my first question. So I think in this case, it's a win-win scenario because your okay. two outcomes are he is Batman and you get uh, him, okay. or if he's not Batman, Batman will come. Okay. So I and think then, it's, and then you okay, can sorry. get Batman. So I, yeah, so I think you're good either way. Like I don't think there's a scenario where he's not Batman and Batman doesn't come to okay. rescue him. Um, okay, right. So he's thinking if Batman, if he is Batman, Batman won't yeah, come. This is, with- this is Joker's logic tree. <laughs> he really yeah. sat down and thought about I this think, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we need we need another Pirates of the Caribbean level analysis on this podcast. So <laughs> yeah. this movie provides that opportunity. Um, okay, yeah. so he's thinking I can handle the police on my own. If it's just if he's actually Batman, then I'll only have to deal with police. I'll be able to get Batman, uh, uh, Harvey. Um, yeah. And then if okay, then it alternatively, and this is like he, I feel like he was really thinking ahead. Um, if Harvey's not Batman. Batman will come. He will capture me. I will go to jail. And then I, uh, let's see. I know from the party, from the way that Batman uh, went out of his way to rescue Rachel Dawes, uh, that he likes her. Um, And I also know, I guess, if he's not Harvey, Batman really sees Harvey as like the hope of got of gotham city um so i will arrange for harvey and rachel to be uh kidnapped after i'm taken i guess in the confusion of me being taken away they won't notice what's happening <laughs> um, <laughs> the kidnapping's a little sus of harvey yeah. <laughs> and rachel <laughs> let's be honest the first time i watched this movie i didn't actually understand how they got kidnapped it wasn't yeah, me neither. Sense. No, um, me same. Still, you see, you see Harvey get into the car with the sketchiest looking dude of all time. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> wait, why is why is this happening? Does Harvey normally get into cars like this? Yeah, you think why? Harvey would have you know his wits about him? Um, <laughs> anyway, okay, yeah. Well, and this makes aside. me think there must be so much corruption on the police force if it's so easy for him. Well, there was two corrupt people on Gordon's team. Oh, okay, okay. And then this the was two. the two two weeks. See, and that's why it's we've reduced from fifty percent to about to uh-huh. nice ten fifteen percent. Uh, okay. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Right. So then, so he's gonna kidnap both these people, and then they're 
they're going to be on like opposite ends of Gotham um, so that Batman can't get to both of them. Uh, and they're going to be they're going to be surrounded by explosives that will go off in a certain amount of time. And, you know, um, he can count on Batman to interrogate him. So then during the <laughs> and, and he knows that this interrogation will have happen soon. Or wait, was he able to set were the explosives already set? Were they going to go off at a set time or did he have any control about when the timer started? I guess I don't think so. So he was counting on Batman interrogating him before the explosives went off when he would have enough time to say <laughs> it one of the two. <laughs> 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 just blown up. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, so that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, and then, tracks. yeah, he also had a really great plan for breaking out of jail. Um, he had put a cell phone, uh, yeah, a cell phone in one of his henchmen's stomach. Um, and then, uh, he was gonna, let's see. So he activates it by calling, calling the, it. Yeah, it's like there's a bomb attached to the cell phone also in this guy. Okay, right. And then so he he is able to break out of his cell because when Batman is interrogating him, some glass gets broken. And then when Batman leaves, a new guy comes in to watch Joker. He has grabbed one of the shards of glass and he taunts the guy because he's killed various uh, of his men. Uh, the guy comes over and he, you know, sticks the shard of glass up to his knife, so or up to his neck. So he was he knew that Batman would break the glass. I mean, if if he hadn't had a shard of glass, do you think he would have found another way? I mean, he was just trying to get a phone call, and the guy wouldn't let him have a phone call, so he had to improvise, I guess. So okay, I think he was so just hoping like, they'd give him a phone call. Either they'll give me a phone call, or there will be some broken glass that I can use to threaten my way. To getting mm-hmm. uh, my, a phone call. He's okay, on the fly. <laughs> so he's leaving himself with options. If one yeah. thing doesn't work out, then there's always another thing that he can try. Um, right. And then, so then he calls the phone. That triggers an explosion that kills basically like everybody or at least knocks them out so that he is like the only person uh, left standing and he can escape. Well, I think the big thing is that most of the police that were there. So this is like not the regular police station. This is like Gordon's own. The MCU, <laughs> as they call it. Exactly. Isn't that the name of the unit? <laughs> I, I think, that was so, I think funny. so. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, this, this is Gordon's special thing. And so I think the point is, is that his, his plan incorporated, he knows that Gordon's people are going to go after Rachel or Harvey. And so there's yeah. not that many people there. Okay. Um, so when the blast disorients people, there's it's there's just not a lot of people there to stop them. Now that was the, the key part of his plan is that everyone's distracted getting the other people. Okay. Okay. That that makes some sense. Mm-hmm. Um that that did make me think. So this was something that I had been a little confused about before, I think. Um, but he tells Batman where the two people are, but does he Batman says he's going after Rachel um, mm-hmm. and and then the cops are going to go after Harvey. But then mm-hmm. Batman shows up where Harvey is. So I I was always a little confused by that, but I interpreted that as Joker gave Batman 
he he swapped. He said that Harvey was where yeah. Rachel. Okay, that's right. Okay. Yep. Yep. So he knew. Good. He knew Batman would go. He knew he yeah, was giving he Batman a difficult. He would go save Rachel. Is what okay. he counted on. Uh, okay. So that's why he put Harvey there. Okay. And then because really he because then he thought that if R- Rachel dies, that's going to be a bigger blow to like Batman's emotional state than if Harvey dies. Like, sure, okay. Harvey dying would be a bummer because he's like the white knight. He's he's Batman's yeah. retirement plan. So he <laughs> means he's going to have to work longer until there's a new retirement plan <laughs> right. in place. But versus like R- R- Rachel dying is going to mean more to him in terms of Joker's ultimate plan of you know, I guess corrupting the dark night of Gotham. Right. Do you think that he anticipated that Harvey would become corrupted as a result of being saved as well? Or is that just a happy, I think, I think uh, just, I think just happy chance. Happy yeah. chance. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, I guess if we're going to overall look at, you know, and we still have more to go, but yeah. like, I think maybe just like kind of stepping back. I think, Joker's plan, if you really look at it, doesn't make a lot of sense. Not necessarily. <laughs> um, there's a lot of stuff that needed to go right. But I also think, I think you can kind of argue that his, he's really just going with the plan of I'm going to drive Batman into a corner and get him to snap. And he's kind of just making it up as he goes along. And he's... He, potentially got other balls in the court that we don't see because that the, they just didn't plan, pan out and that he's really just kind of adapting to the situation as opposed to making some like, like I don't think this was all like his plan from the beginning as opposed to like he just has the ultimate goal of um, driving yeah driving Batman to the point of killing I guess is, yeah and I so, mean that fits with the way Joker describes himself as like a, mm-hmm. a dog, just ch- what are you chasing after cars? Yeah. Or yeah, chasing his tail or no, the yeah, cars that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> something, uh, something that dogs can't actually catch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I, I don't know, like, I think it would be better if it stood up under scrutiny, and especially in terms of like rewatches. I think on the first watch, when you you know aren't don't have time to like yeah there are a few times when it's you're confused and like but i i guess i'm sure the first time i watched this i just gave the movie the benefit of the doubt um and mm-hmm. it does like it creates a lot of suspense uh and tension so i think it's like very effective uh in that regard um but it seems like it seems like joker could have been foiled at very like <laughs> yeah, you're you're suggesting that maybe he had various other backup plans, and maybe that's true. But uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think the reason that, like, especially on an initial viewing, it works is I think the movie establishes Joker as like being greater than like a normal person, I guess. And so, just you as the viewer, just don't think that like a non-Batman person could stop Joker. And so you yeah. give the movie the benefit of the doubt that these other things aren't going to stop them, even though they definitely could. Uh-huh. Right. Then, uh, okay. One other question. Um, so he, did he time this so that he like 
knew that Batman, given what like given Batman's gadgets and Batmobile and whatnot, would be able to make it to one of them. But the police, given that they're stuck with like regular police cars, they wouldn't have enough time to get to the other person. Or did he not anticipate that Batman would ask the police to help him or what? Yeah, don't don't even worry about it, Sam. He's <laughs> he spent a lot of time. He crunched the numbers. He he pulled out the city streets and he was like, "All right, so Batman's gonna interrogate me at approximately this time. I've set the timers to this. It's six point eight miles to get to Harvey versus I put Rachel at a nice seven point three. So it's gonna take an additional thirty seconds. That's gonna be all the difference. Um, no, I don't know. Maybe I wish they had a scene of Joker just at his desk, yeah. like doing this math. <laughs> yeah, he has some reading glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Uh, but i don't know maybe maybe i guess a generous interpretation of this is that he's just creating these scenarios and this one just worked really well for him and maybe the movie didn't show like the four times (laughs) people just died yeah or like they easily saved the people um because i wish they'd done a montage of him like failing and then slowly getting better and better yeah (laughs) exactly and then finally you have the one where it like all works perfectly where one person dies the other person lives uh yeah that's that's my generous interpretation is that like maybe they both would have died and that also works for it's kind of maybe like the old Mm. is harvey batman if our harvey's batman it's a win but if he's not it's still a win maybe in this case if they both die what's the harm in that he's killed the the white knight and that should drive batman also and rachel um if they both live he can just do it again (laughs) (laughs) just kind of you know run it back so in this case for the sake of movie runtime he got it on the first time but he really could have gotten it that that, that's my like generous interpretation is that we just have he just happened to get lucky on on this particular um case but he he would have like tried again i guess yeah if it hadn't worked out and that's my super generous reading. <laughs> that is it. generous, um, <laughs> but I appreciate that you're 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 going for it. You know, um, yeah, um, not giving up. Exactly, yeah. and I probably this is about the time in the movie where I did kind of stop because I think again, as I said, you know, the first part with like the killing people, I think that's all like very feasible. That like you know he does actions that like could have been pre-planned it's kind of when he starts doing jazz later in the movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it kind of you know you're not really sure if it holds up and i think um it's when it shifts from i think in the beginning there's more detecting than i thought where like batman is like trying to figure stuff out but then once yeah. joker starts playing jazz then then there's no more detecting it's just more like reactionary stuff um yeah, the so hostage that, video videos are scary too. Like that. Oh my gosh! With the, I mean, it's insane. Like, they, like you've never seen one, anything like this in a superhero movie. I don't think you've ever seen anything like it since, right? That that one host, the one hostage video with like the guy that was pretending, you know, the fake Batman. Yeah, is like legitimately scary. And yeah, like I, deeply, I can't disturbing. believe that's a PG 13 movie. I don't, that's like way more intense than really anything I've seen. And like, I mean, I've seen many R movies that I would say are much more tame 
than what happened in that scene. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Halloween that scene. versus this movie? Yeah. I don't understand that. Like Scream? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, <laughs> like, Scream has dirty words. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, and Scream yeah, does have a lot one, more gore. Yeah, um, but, so, you know, say saying one bad word or having a little blood as yeah. opposed to, like, this person that's, you know, like, a at the end of the day, like, well misguided. He's trying to look up to Batman and is just, like, a pretty normal person getting at, just so tormented. I mean, that, yeah. that, that scene and the way it's shot and like the sound quality, like in the found footage aspect of it. And like, yeah, that, that's that scene gets like real that that was yeah. definitely the most impactful scene, I think, in the movie for, for me like that. I Same. stood on the edge of my seat in that one and was like, this is genuinely disturbing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think if you don't have that scene, I think that the movie like is taken down a notch for sure i think which i didn't even remember that scene ha- like being in there and i, I think if w- if you take out that scene i definitely think the movie isn't qu- nearly like as remembered for being so intense as i mean that that scene is stands out a lot in the movie as being like yeah again i just i don't know how that's in there um yeah um i think I th- I I think if they were gonna really, I I I think they should have either committed to that and kind of stuck with that through the rest of the movie, or maybe not take that out and then have the whole movie be crazy Joker hijinks. I don't know if how well those two go together. I um, I think it. I thought it worked well. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think it. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can have the whole movie be like that because that that movie is past R <laughs> at that point, yeah. um, and gone straight into like horror territory. Uh, yeah, but, people just getting picked off by the Joker. Yeah, huh. yeah, but I, I think I think it adds to it to be in there. I th- I think it makes you really like. I think it makes his character seem much more like I guess disturbed. Um, yeah and really just capable of like she's not not a not a good person you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would agree he's he's not he's not great yeah not very nice Um, yeah uh so should we mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) meanie (laughs) shall we carry on with the rest of the joker's plan all right yeah let's let's finish the sucker out so yeah i think this takes us to the boat scenario Mm mm-hmm um, so now Joker's he's kind of found his new thing and with the, the Rachel Harvey thing right now. He he likes these either or scenarios yeah. now. This is his new MO in this movie. So he's got um I don't I'm trying to think of the timeline. And so it's kind of like so he escapes, I guess, is what happens. Mm-hmm. And he's done the stuff, but he's he like visits right. Harvey. Mm-hmm. Um oh, does he already has he already visited? Okay. So he's and he already blows up. Oh, there we skipped yeah, so one we part. Forgot, I was gonna say we got to go back because apparently I forgot oh, the okay. order of the movie. Um, but yeah, so the, so the next part is is he lets everyone know. I'm trying to remember why he lets everyone know this. There's there's this other plot that there's other through line in the movie uh, where this uh, guy, this like accountant, he's figured out that uh, Bruce oh, Wayne yeah. is Batman, and um, 
yeah, for a little bit, I was like, why, why is this in the movie? I, I guess it, it fits because uh, there's this whole conflict about whether Batman's going to reveal himself. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. good to have somebody already know who Batman is. Uh, and he's, this guy's going to, I think his name is Reese. Um, sure. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Reese, which apparently was supposed to be a nod to e. Nig- Edward Nigma. Um, it's like mysteries, you know? Wow. That yeah. totally went over my head. Well, <laughs> I read about it on IMDb. So, uh, <laughs> Man, they, they, it was a little more subtle, yeah. Yeah. Um, but so this guy's going to, he, he is, um, he's on the news. He's going to reveal who Batman is. And then Joker decides that he doesn't want um, Batman to reveal himself. And sorry, you were, you were starting to talk about this. So I'll, I'll let you take it from here. Um, so I guess, and this is when he shows his disturbing video. Um, and yeah. then he finishes the video by saying that unless they kill this guy, Miss Mysteries, <laughs> um, he's going to blow up a hospital. And so mm-hmm. then chaos ensues where you got to both protect Mysteries. <laughs> I'm going to keep calling him that. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, so they got to protect him and they got to check out these hospitals, figure out where this bomb is and they're evacuating. So there's a lot of chaos going on. You have like some people are trying to kill this guy, which is pretty. So we, we see that maybe yeah, they just right really some people. The, <laughs> yeah, they are quickly turned. And, and well, I don't know why. How much money were they going to get? Were they going to get any money? I thought that was how Joker was motivating them. I thought it was, it was just to not let a hospital blow up, I thought. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, you're right. So, the, 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 so it's you know you have your people that have their family member in a hospital. So they're trying to do do good. Wanna, yeah, yeah. They they're they're trying to save. They're trying to sacrifice the few to save the many. Yeah, if you will. Um, <laughs> a moral almost, dilemma. Exactly. <laughs> That's what what Joker's all about. These moral dilemmas, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's um yeah, and and so that takes us to where you know. Joker ends up showing up at Har- Harvey's hospital or whatever. So I'm this part of the plan. Yeah, I guess it's so it was it. It was just to keep um, the identity of Batman secret. So this this is uh, his best way of I guess he's always kind of trying to serve two goals of he's going to stop the guy that could give out the identity. And then he's also at the same time, he can just like sow chaos and show the evilness of people. What what, e- what evil is he exposing that that people like that, that are willing like, to kill like, one person to save like hundreds? Of yeah, people? yeah. They're just like with a little prompting, he can like basically. I guess you could say that these these are people that wouldn't be killing anyone if he didn't do anything. But with like a little bit of manipulation, he can get people to kill each other. Yeah, but it seems like it's fairly justified in this case. Wow. All right. Now, now we see the psychopath, the Joker's <laughs> motivated. Well, because I think if you think about it, like he created like this scenario is like completely created by Joker, right? Mm-hmm. Like he did the bomb and he made the the threat of like, should I, I guess... I think it's safe to expect that he would destroy the hospital anyway. Okay, um, well, that's yeah. I guess if you once you take that into account, 
but then and it's I like not really killing, a good dilemma but i mean but i but he's he's just trying to show how easily he can manipulate people to kill each other okay and apparently he manipulated you into killing as well well <laughs> you were convinced if, by his argument like if i knew that you know 500 people were gonna die if i didn't kill this one person like i wouldn't say that's like a it's See, not but here's, obvious here's that the you problem like it's at least a, yeah here, here's the problem is that you're considering it this this is why joker wins sam is because okay. he's presented this scenario and you've accepted it as these are the two outcomes and you haven't considered the batman scenario of huh. saving everyone like why <laughs> why isn't there this is the old star trek kobayashi maru where it's the unwinnable scenario where you have to sacrifice a little bit to succeed why not just take the stance of let's try to save everyone and oppose this evil and be good people yeah well um i mean obviously <laughs> they were able to do that i guess they got everyone exactly. out of the hospital so you gotta gotta be more open-minded you don't want to just yeah. give up on see he, he thinks that's, oh people yeah, will give true. up on trying to save people if i give them they're this gonna other accept option. my terms yeah, yeah. Right. Because I have this easy out or whatever from doing it, as opposed to just trying to stop me from blowing up a hospital. Um, right. Just right. through like stopping me or whatever. <laughs> that that scenario that's, has always been there. That's a good point. Yeah. You got you got baited by Joker, got, Sam. His man, Joker I'm, stuff worked on you. I'm ashamed. Uh, <laughs> I'll just I'll just be quiet for the rest he of the just, episode. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I honestly I never thought about this. <laughs> I hadn't either. <laughs> We've gone way, way deeper into this than I'd ever thought about before. But yeah. um so yeah, we we so that's the, the next phase is I'm still yeah. So I guess it it was to show the badness of people and to because now he doesn't want Batman's identity revealed. So it did, was really that a genuine to, change of mind or what? Yeah, what was going? Yeah, on? I don't. Or you're I saying don't it doesn't relate. His, to, like his plan is at this point, I guess. Like, how does this further? What What is his plan, and how does this further it? I'm trying to think. Yeah. Other than it sows chaos. Yeah. Um, well, I think if you take him at his word, then it's like he genuinely did want to get rid of Batman because he wanted. I guess he saw Batman as the main obstacle to sowing chaos in Gotham City. And then mm-hmm. after having some interactions with Batman, he was like, I really like this guy. I want, to, <laughs> I want him around. <laughs> and yeah. if he reveals himself and they take him away, then that'll be, that'll be the end of my fun. Um, yeah. that's, that's true. He likes just messing with this guy. <laughs> yeah. So he wants, he wants to see him like hurt or whatever. So that, that's his yeah. new target as opposed to just destroying the city. Um, yeah. So he's got to stop this guy. They'll do it with Joker stuff. All right. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think we got it. Did, yeah, there we go. And he does it during the daytime, I guess, so that Batman can't get involved. Right. And foil his plan. So but I think Bruce Wayne does get involved. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Which, which I think, I think it lends to even if, so when you look at the different scenes, I think you could say that Joker has figured it out and he's cracked the code that no one else has been able to figure out um, is that if you do crime during the day, Batman can't stop you. So I think you can safely assume at this point that he does stuff during the day when he doesn't want interference. That's like when he actually wants the out 
the a yeah. desired outcome and he does stuff at night when he's just trying to like mess with batman interesting because yeah. he's trying to draw him in so then that would mean that well so like so he, he didn't does what, the kill, he didn't he intend kills to kill the public Harvey. figures because yeah exactly he killed two of the public figures during the day yeah, but he tries to kill Harvey at night because he knows that Batman will be able to come for him at night. I th- I thought that the that the commissioner died like around dusk. I, oh yeah, I you're right. But he but he planted it earlier yeah. in the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so the seeds were sown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could you could say he fired the gun that afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and why didn't he want to kill Harvey at? Sorry, I know now we're going back to interrogate the yeah. other part of the plan, Maybe, but why did he want to kill Harvey? Because he needed to be alive in the movie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe he saw maybe he saw Harvey also as a similar person as Batman. Cuz so I guess this and, movie and does have like similar. the three. And so he also sees him as like another object of like person to torment. He's the white knight to, to, yeah. to Batman's dark knight. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> one could say that i don't know you know just just came up with that on the spot i'm yeah, impressed i'm just pretty poetic uh, <laughs> yeah yeah um, um so i guess maybe that's why why it was is because um he also saw him but he just happened to be able to corrupt him faster so we never mm-hmm. got to see him him tell harvey that he he just wants to <laughs> hang out with him forever yeah and mess with him <laughs> Yeah, that would have been great. There's like they have a, yeah. a love triangle. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, and did so? Do people people think that Harvey's dead after the hospital blows up? Right. They can't find him. Okay. So he's yeah. Presumed missing. Was that part of Joker's plan, or was that another just happy side effect? I think it's safe to assume. Which is when I was watching the movie, I was like, "You feel like you people should check." the hospital that harvey's at because this man literally four minutes ago attempted to kill harvey dent yeah we've seen that joker clearly has an and taken an interest in harvey dent with his (laughs) attempted like with his kidnapping and attempted murder so maybe we should he might still have a fixation on this guy let's let's check out this hospital um (laughs) that was one of the things i was but anyway um yeah i think it was definitely on purpose which Mm -hmm. is why he then shows up to harvey's room um at that hospital because he's he's that way he can execute the plan and talk to harvey at the same time right right so he yeah okay he's he's adaptable (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's nothing if not adaptable (laughs) Um. (laughs) always said it you got to respect it (laughs) (laughs) um uh, All right, so then that's that plan. All right, well, we'll finish the plan. We've kind of yeah. <laughs> take, taken is, a turn. This, this is going to be a long though. episode. We, we've, take, we've taken good turns, but all right. Yeah. Finish this final, final phase of the plan. We have boat stuff. Um, he gets <laughs> he gets two, two boats. I think he makes some kind of threat to get people onto these boats. I can't remember. Oh, I missed that. I can't remember what that was. It was something about... I'm going to kill people or something. <laughs> so we need to evacuate this island um, so we don't get killed, I think is the idea. Mm. And then so that's how he draws the people on the boats. 
Sorry, for, sorry, listeners, for how bad my <laughs> explanation was of how he got them there. But and then so then it's another Joker loves his moral dilemmas. So now he has a boat full of prisoners versus a boat full of normal people. And mm. they can either both die when the timer ends or one. If you use they each have a detonator and if they use the detonator, they can blow up the other boat and save themselves. So it's again, it's Joker trying to pit them together, but he's also doing it at night because he knows that Batman's going to come try to stop him. Um, right. And so I guess this is the end so, of Joker's plan. <laughs> yeah. Um, so did so he, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I guess now that I think about it, I think this I think the plan actually makes sense. All right. The boat I, plan. I may be or the too whole lost. Plan. I think the whole plan. Wow, I think okay. I might be too lost in the sauce yeah. at this point <laughs> and talking crazy. But all right, here's my here's my new theory is okay. that the Joker's original plan was to draw Batman out and reveal his identity or kill him. But once he got to know Batman better, his plan shifted because I think he thought if he could kill Batman, then he could let chaos take over. But then mm. his plan shifted and he thought he could sow chaos and wealth and that would be part of his like tormenting of Batman. So I think once he realizes that in the movie, which happens um after I think the explode I'm trying to yeah, I think let's see. This, this happens Why does he Well, I think it's it's his interaction. I thought it was his yeah. interaction with Batman when he when Batman's coming at him uh yeah. in an homage to Batman 89. And he sees yeah, that exactly. Batman wants to kill him. He sees the rage. He sees the, uh, yeah, the potential the two for forces. chaos. Yeah, the, the two forces. But then Batman doesn't go through yeah. with it. So he, yeah, I think that's right. the key moment. Yeah. And so I think after that point, he shifts his plan. And instead, his every plan after that is more either I want to, you know, keep Batman going slash torment Batman and then sow chaos in the city. So I don't think at that point any of his plans link to each other. They're just mm. he's just doing Joker stuff at that point. He, he doesn't yeah. have like an ultimate goal. So they're all independent plans that he's executing. I guess. OK, that, that makes sense. Yeah. And then I mean, well, I think some of the details are still shaky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the execution might not make yeah. sense. And I guess I think but I never the thinking I don't think behind I had, it. Yeah, the thought sense. process. I don't yeah. I think I had always assumed that it was one big plan that linked together. But I, I don't think that that makes I th yeah, I think the other interpretation makes more sense now. It's a it's a relationship story, ultimately. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> <It's really laughs> Just two uh, men trying to come to grips with their feelings for each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Heath Ledger already had, he had some exactly, like, he was yeah. drawing upon his work in um, yeah, Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback. I think that yeah. really informed the character here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so a couple of questions about the, the boat stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was, you introduced that and yeah, I, I, I started make that. that joke again. Um, okay. <laughs> So, so was he think he was hoping that Batman would get there, um, before or after one of the boats has already blown up the other one, and then Batman would see that people are corruptible, and then that would be kind of the the straw that uh, breaks 
can uh breaks the camel's, the camel's back. back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. And that's why he's up on a high building so he can give Batman a good viewpoint to observe the wreckage and yeah. the evilness of man. Right. But then again his, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say his plot's foiled by the goodness of man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I wasn't he, making a man good point. Is, Go on. Man is inherently good. So that yeah. is, that's what we learned from that, uh, the Dark Knight. Um, but okay, a- again, I would say if you accept that these are the options, mm-hmm. and like if you're in a world where you don't have any reason to think that Batman or the police are going to intervene, then you're not. It's not that. It's not bad to to blow up the other boat, like. If you're if you're all gonna die anyway, then you know might as well save half of the people. Uh, Man, you're really looking looking deadly in this one. Yeah, I guess. no, that's not that's not a crazy that's not a crazy thing. That's hey, that's you just three three hundred and twelve out of like four hundred fifty people agreed with you on that one boat. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the voting was. Yeah. I think it was about a two-thirds ratio vote voted the same way you did. So, But are yeah. you going to be the one that can actually kill them, Sam? Or are you going to take the trigger and <laughs> say, I'm going to kill all of these people so I can live? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that. I'd feel pretty bad. But I like <laughs> really bum me out, you know. <laughs> Ruin my afternoon at least. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not the the thing that you should do. Uh even See, sometimes. Sam. Yeah. It's not about cold calculation. Mm. It's about heart. Movies <laughs> <Right>. with heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten the <laughs> the you know the meaning of our podcast exactly uh, thank you for showing it's me movies, the way movie's got a lot of heart in it it sure does <laughs> <laughs> okay well um yeah i guess i don't know if i have any more to say about the boat um i guess my i guess my criticism is couldn't he have found a better moral dilemma like where there if you accept the terms it's actually like a harder like question or maybe that's not see i think the point i think his point and that i think it's the same thing as the other one where if you accept the terms there is a like a choice like there is a clear choice okay and really but his whole thing is like he can do something to cause a person to kill other people Mm -hmm. so that he's trying to say that people have the ability to like kill people in them like the average person has a murder but, inside of them. They just so need he's, to be pushed in the right direction. So he's seeing whether people will accept his terms or not. That's that's like yeah, the, exactly. The he's he's seeing okay. so yeah. It's really he. I don't think I think he's trying to make them not like a real scenario because he wants the person to kill the other people. Yeah, I, I think uh, the philosopher in me would like to have like more puzzling, <laughs> you know, scenarios. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that's a good point. I I think. I, I like that interpretation. So I, because yeah, because like all things considered, I mean, it's really like it's you know I I think you could say well it's because like yeah there's this crazy murder man that's creating these scenarios for you. It's not like this is like a vacuum scenario or whatever. Yeah, where you're only op- where the option is kill these people. It's because this person created this these terms of engagement 
or whatever. Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah. I I think uh, talking about this makes it seem better. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know in the actual execution of the movie if it <laughs> quite like maybe and there probably was the thinking behind it. I don't know if it came across. Um, yeah, I think in broad strokes, it it actually is a, a really cool uh, villain and you know villain mm-hmm. plot. Um, yeah, and I think it is actually yeah more thematically interesting and more more like coherent than i thought um yeah and what kind of going off of this also really fun this. to make fun of though too yeah oh <laughs> yeah and i mean i have a hundred nitpicks <laughs> in the canon ready to go yeah um for for when we get there one thing kind of this reminded yeah. me of just a general overarching thought i thought on the movie was this movie's hard to follow there was a lot of stuff in this movie that i didn't I didn't click until this time I watched it. Like I think half the movie, I didn't understand the first time I watched this movie, which yeah. I think has to be a criticism of, of the movie. No, I, I mean, this is probably like the fourth or fifth time I've seen it. And yeah. like, I was watching very intently, you know, I, I didn't mm-hmm. take any bathroom breaks, wasn't eating. I was like glued to the TV and taking notes. And yeah, like I was able to, find a bunch of stuff that i had not i mean i don't think i don't think i'd ever realized before that that joker told uh that he he gave batman the raw that he mixed up the addresses uh yeah so yeah <laughs> yeah or like the when harvey gets into the car with the guy i never understood that gordon had two corrupt people on his team and that's where they went like that whole part yeah. of the movie I had never followed what actually happened there. Um, there was a lot of moments like that for me where I was like, wow, I never actually understood how we got to this scene. I kind of just watched it. I know. Um, yeah. And I, and there are lots of things that they're setting up early on that. Uh, yeah, I feel like it, it's easy to just kind of forget that they set this up when it when the payoff comes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also do think kind of like we were talking about earlier, there is definitely is sometimes a disconnect between what is said and what's actually happening in the movie. Like where we we couldn't even agree on whether <laughs> the, the city was better off or worse off than the previous movie. Yeah, I, I think which I think it is hard because it's a Batman movie. So I think you need to have crime and like <laughs> badness in Gotham. So it's hard to want to say like, oh yeah, we have, we cleaned the streets. <laughs> we figured it out. Like you can't go that far, but um, they're definitely maybe when you like really sit back and look at it and like really take your time and like analyze it super intently, you can start to figure it out. But like in a, in an initial viewing, there's like, it's honestly hard to follow. And yeah. <laughs> really get And, and a problem too, is that, it's it's hard to follow, and if you really take the effort, then you also start seeing all these things that yeah. don't totally make sense. <laughs> so it's like you either don't follow it, or you follow it, uh, but you have to like accept a lot of pretty implausible things in order to like to to, to yeah. understand <laughs> how it gets from A to B. Um, what one other thing? Like this is one of the, I think one of the most famous quotes from the movie that like relates to how bad are things at gotham and it's like it's i'm a little more confused by it now that we've talked uh uh so um harvey says in his at the press conference (laughs) the the night is darkest just before the dawn um so he seems to think that 
so is he he is that just because joker is coming he's referring to joker yeah okay. yeah exactly joker's the darkest it he's was like, dark with the mob but now the joker is even darker right it was getting lighter there was dark with the mob <laughs> then it was getting a little lighter because of batman mm-hmm. And now it's going to, you know, the way night normally progresses. Exactly. Um, <laughs> your classic night. At <laughs> that, that time right before it, the sun yeah. pops out when it's so dark. <laughs> That's what it does. <laughs> um, oh, what a line. Oh, yeah. Been, I've enjoyed Boy. that one for, for years. Yeah. Um, I guess that, that does make me wonder. All right. So the whole point is that, like, Harvey's going to be able to replace Batman, right? And mm-hmm. Batman in all of his time, you know, he's, it's, you know, he took down one crime boss, but another crime boss popped up in Falcone um, or might have or Maroney. Is the, Who, yeah, one. Maroney is the new guy. Falcone, <laughs> Falcone was the, the old, old one. They should have made their names more different. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, all Italian <laughs> it, names are basically. It wasn't until this viewing. I think I like retroactively thought that it was Falcone in both movies and they recast him. Yeah, <laughs> that is exactly movie, what I. <laughs> then no. that, that's another thing that a detail that I didn't get on my previous viewings was yeah. who that he was a replacement that I never and, even got that. <laughs> and, they, and they do say it at one point. There is yeah. like a line of dialogue. But yeah, no, is, I had never. I I thought the exact same thing. They yeah. just couldn't get Tom Wilkinson back. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, all right. But sorry, that that, that was an aside. Oh, I was trying to make my point. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right. Um, I think so. So it's saying, but then Harvey, on the other hand, through his power as the White Knight, he was able to not break the law and put a ton of bad guys away and cause real like change and good in the city. Right. So he's mm-hmm. the one that can actually stop it. But then I think the problem occurs is, is Har- can Harvey Dent stop the Joker? And maybe is this what the movie's saying? Is that you need, you do need Batman, you need the Dark Knight and the White Knight. So you have oh. Harvey to stop like the normal stuff and then Batman to stop the super crazy stuff. Or maybe if you just never had Batman, then you wouldn't have gotten the super crazy stuff and Harvey could have been fine handling it wow that's a good question <laughs> yeah because um, I, I just i don't really see harvey like taking joker to the court and yeah. <laughs> having anything positive coming from it <laughs> right well yeah would if if there was no corruption in uh in politics and in the police force would the joker be able to do what he does like would harvey be able to stop joker just by like fixing internal corruption <laughs> but maybe but does joker create more corruption through his chaos it, it seems like he has a lot of ends on the, yeah that's fair yeah so yeah um, probably so maybe uh harvey i i think yeah i think maybe your suggestion that that batman kind of created joker that <laughs> i i mean they're not clear about they're deliberately like unclear about joker's origins um you could also say that batman created harvey dent because i think right i think the movie kind of says that like oh it's because of batman that now we can have like people feel the confidence and i think in this movie harvey seems very like inspired by batman he's he's like the guys dressing up as batman but he figured out a better way of doing it (laughs) Um, right he, he seems to be kind of an acolyte of batman almost yeah so right 
There's a that's, lot of chicken or the point. egg scenarios going yeah. on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what what it all means. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I mean, it's <laughs> it, if in the real world, it seems pretty insane to think that either a superhero <laughs> or one DA, uh, you know, could <laughs> uh, so radically transform an entire city. Um, but it's just one person. That's all it takes. All it takes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's, okay. I've lost, I've lost the train of thought a little bit. Um, what were, maybe while we're on Harvey, let's, yeah, maybe it's time to have the Harvey talk. The Harvey, Harvey talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. All right. Um, what, what, all right, I guess there's maybe the central question and we can talk more about it as we go is should Harvey have been in this movie slash should Two-Face have been in this movie? I think you have to. I mean, I, I can't imagine it would be a very different movie without Harvey. Yeah, He's one of the central characters. I, I mm-hmm. like it's the white knight. He's the white knight. I, I he <laughs> might. I, I don't know who has more screen time. Uh, Aaron Eckhart. Uh, as Harvey or, slash Two Face, or uh, Heath Ledger as Joker, um, yeah, or or what's his face as um, Bruce Wayne? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Christian Bale has the most screen time by a little bit, but well, it's because he gets he gets Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah, I'm saying if you just compared oh. Bruce Wayne to to Harvey, you're right. Bruce Wayne probably doesn't have any more screen time than Harvey. Yeah, I um, think if you, if you if you accumulate Batman, then yeah, he probably wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, I think, I, I mean, and and having Harvey like it does kind of nicely follow on Batman Begins. Like, I mean, one of the things that we brought up on that episode was like, wh- why does Batman hand over? Uh, you know, criminals to yeah. the system that he thinks is like insanely corrupt. And then like Harvey is kind of the answer to that. Um, like he does exactly. need someone, uh, you know, on the inside, I guess he already had Gordon. I feel like you could have maybe, maybe you could have done more with the Gordon character and like that could have, he could, he have handled, handled. But the, the problem is he's still like, he's the same scenario as Batman where he just, gets the people he doesn't like put them away right Right. so if 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 he gets them but the judges are corrupt that's still not gonna or like the lawyers do a bad job that's not gonna get them anywhere right they they need someone in the court system yeah right so he represents the courts um you have batman the vigilante who's (laughs) not a vigilante he rejects vigilanteism (laughs) i don't know uh and then you have, you know, it's 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 okay if I do it, but not if you do it, Sam. <laughs> exactly. Well, because I know oh. that I'm going to do a good job with it, and but you you're probably going to do a bad job, so I don't want you doing <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm uh, <laughs> I'm a privileged billionaire, so I I know. <laughs> honestly, yeah, it seems like that's basically. Uh, anyway, sorry, keep going. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I think you need. You need Harvey um, mm-hmm. for, for that reason. I think, yeah. I mean, he's also, yeah, he's like, he's part of the whole do we need Batman question, which is kind mm-hmm. of maybe the the main theme of the movie. Um, what what role <laughs> does theme, Batman... Do we need Batman? I don't know. <laughs> I don't what know. A, what a theme. What a th- Yeah. <laughs> um, well, 
maybe to put it differently, what role does Batman have to play? Obviously, he has some role, <laughs> but what is is he a hero or is he more than a hero? <laughs> um, okay, so is he a bat? <laughs> that's what. <laughs> sorry, he just transforms into a bat. <laughs> yeah, that's how the movie um, ends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, All right. I guess, yeah. I, so those are, mm-hmm. I would say those are the main reasons to have Harvey. Yeah. Um, and do you agree, before moving on to Two-Face, do yeah, you agree I, with that analysis? I, I, yeah, I think he's central to the making the movie work. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, now, okay, now, yeah, now let's get to Two-Face. <laughs> now that's the real question, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I mean, I think... I I guess the way the, the place that the movie ends up, you, you need Two Face to get there, and I don't know. I mean, should like, do you want me to say where I think the movie ends up, or should we say that? Uh, because I yeah, I'd say I, we can. We probably need to talk, and we can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So whatever you need to do to make your point. Okay. 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 So Harvey, this white knight, he becomes corrupted after this scarring event sorry (laughs) (laughs) so bad Um, after losing the love of his life um and having half of his face uh burned off um or half of his body is it to go all the way down half of his body yeah okay um he's more than two face he's two man (laughs) (laughs) wow um so then he he kind of turns a little bit he starts um killing people somewhat indiscriminately um uh although he had yeah whatever um and then um i don't want to be defending too too much uh you know murder on this episode um and and then he he like hey, it wasn't he's really, him, it was the coin that's right that's right um and then he's really mad at commissioner gordon because it was his cops who took uh rachel um and so he takes gordon's family hostage um and then uh, yeah, so he does all these bad things, um, and then Gordon and Batman are afraid that if this comes out, then um, everything that Harvey stood for will be undermined. I guess yeah, this is this part. It's really, <laughs> really stupid. There's a, there's a miss in the logic in terms of if I prosecute this person for committing murder and I have proved in a court and they've been judged as a murderer, if I also come out as having committed a crime, that doesn't undo the crime that I prosecute. That's not how the law system works. No, no. I, but I guess symbolically, they think that it will like really deal a, a, a big blow to the their reformist efforts, I guess. I guess that that makes more. I'm pretty sure in the movie he says all of those guys will be back out on the streets, is what one of oh. them says. Yeah, you're right. This. I think. Yeah, right. that's really they stupid. Have, they should have left it like how you said it. That that actually made sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still think the symbolic interpretation yeah. is a little all dumb because right. again, right. it's like yeah. how is one? How is this all hanging on this one <laughs> DA uh, guy? Um, but anyway. Uh, so they decide, uh, Gordon and Batman, that they're gonna pin all of all of these murders on Batman. So he's uh, he's gonna take the hit, and then mm-hmm. Harvey will be preserved. He, he'll be like a mark.
murderers. Yeah. You know, the good people uh, kind of inside the system Sometimes they lie um, because then they'll be better at, uh, you know, fixing things. Yeah, but, I, you know, I guess I'll give the movie. It's it's a movie, first of all. So you don't have forever to litigate all this, but I don't know. And I think, yeah, they can create a lie, but it'll create a symbol of positivity as opposed to <laughs> negativity, you know, it's a symbol of hope. Yeah, Versus... the, the truth is so depressing. You don't want to, don't want to, you know, get people <laughs> too bummed out with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just a hmm. little white lie. It's fine. A little white. Yeah, <laughs> and then I, I guess it just they just decide like it's not that important that Batman ha be a symbol of incorruptibility, um, which was like That's an true. idea that they had toyed with in the first movie. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> I miss. Yeah, that's a good point. I was trying to think like, I guess people will think, oh, those people must have been corrupt. <laughs> so Batman did a good thing. <laughs> um, but then so what? I trust ba that's bad. Yeah, no, it's bad. I, I don't yeah. think you're going to be able to spend this or maybe maybe it's maybe. All right. Maybe this is their plan is that. All right. And I will say, I think that this movie could have been remembered better if it had another movie to like go off of it. Cause I really feel like this is a scenario where you really got two parts in a trilogy and then due to circumstances, it wasn't able to do what was originally intended. And I think there's a potential that maybe they could have dealt, they would have dealt with that in the third movie. Yeah. Um, but then it wasn't dealt with. <laughs> and so yeah. it makes it seem not as good as like if they had dealt with the ramifications of a world that's lost faith in Batman's incorruptibility and what that like means or whatever. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I think that would have been more interesting. Um, yeah. We'll have to see what they ended up doing, yeah. doing with the third one. I really one. don't remember what they attempted. I don't know what the themes were in the third one. So I'm maybe that yeah. maybe that is what maybe it did deal with it. And I just don't remember. I can't imagine. I, I think they do. It doesn't do. seem I, like something. Yeah, I don't know. They just gloss over. <laughs> Batman's just back to being Batman. Yeah, all right. He's, he's pretty cool, right? We like that guy. He's yeah, back. he had a he had like this weird, you know, killing spree at one yeah. point. But I, I, I think he's gotten, <laughs> yeah, it's gotten in over the past. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we all yeah. did something wild in our, our youth. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, okay, but uh, so I think right, so. because I, I don't, I, I'm pretty... Un dissatisfied where the you know the place the movie ends up thematically um you might be able to hear a truck driving by right now i hope uh that's not too distracting um so because i'm unhappy with like where the movie ends up thematically and because two-face is so instrumental in getting us there i 
I wish that they had not had Two Face. I wish they had just like taken another movie to, you know, to yeah really fully yeah, like develop Two Face his art. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe like have him Harvey kind of more in a questioning phase for the rest of the movie, where he has yeah. kind of a crisis of faith, but he hasn't like fully. Um, broke bad yet <laughs> type scenario or something like that's what I was trying to decide like what the movie would have been like and I, I don't know if I've yeah I think you've convinced me that I think it would be better I just yeah I wasn't quite sure I think I, also I, I, oh go for it sorry think about how cool it is the way Batman begins and with you know this promise of the Joker it's like this looming yeah. threat. If they had done the same thing with uh, Harvey, like maybe end, you know, the camera zooming in on him, you can see the internal conflict. You, you're worried about what's uh, about mm-hmm. to happen. I think that could have been yeah. more effective. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And because, yeah, and if you did that, you still have the point of like, all right, so I guess maybe there's a little more gray area where not all people are good and not all people are bad. There's some gray area and some <laughs> things can change. And Harvey not fully going two face in this movie wouldn't have, you still could say that if he was just conflicted about it could have still had the same thing. I also will say <laughs> the thing that really tips it over the edge for me, I think you just fully convinced me there. But then as a final piece of why <laughs> Two-Face shouldn't have been in the movie is, I don't know about you, but I think that the Two-Face look is terrible. <laughs> and yes. I think that's about half of the reason why I, I fell off the train. I think if he looked good or like he should belong in the movie and wasn't like the mummy from the, yeah. the, the movie The Mummy <laughs> on half of his face. <laughs> um, I think that would have helped it be, me be a little more okay with it. But it really yeah. looks out of place to me in the movie. It, it looks, it's like so obviously CGI. And yeah. I was reading that Christopher Nolan, he didn't want to do uh, prosthetics because then, you know, it would be like, he wanted it to look like part of his face was gone uh, rather than seeing like stuff on top of the, you know the actor's face, uh, but which I guess I, I get that. I, but if you yeah. if you don't have the technology to make that <laughs> yeah. look really convincing, then don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the one thing, and this that that doesn't. I don't. It wasn't good at the time, so it's hard to say it didn't age well. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Again, it didn't look good at the time. <laughs> All right, um, I, I feel I feel satisfied with our with our Harvey talk. Yeah, um, they, right, they did. Other... Sorry, this is like one final yeah. thing about Harvey. They did try to, um, to kind of set it up when like he takes that one guy who was at the parade, like yeah. one of Joker's henchmen, and he's kind of threatening him with a gun. So yeah, they showed that he potentially might be, <laughs> yeah, got to look out for. <laughs> but that also kind of felt uncharacteristic of I, I don't know. Yeah, of everything else that he'd done in the movie. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought at that scene. I was like, I get that you're trying to sow the seeds of maybe he's not the white knight we think he is. But I feel like the point is that he is the white knight and then gets corrupted. Not that he already kind of was more (laughs) of a gray knight to begin with. And we just hadn't seen and people just hadn't seen the public just wasn't aware of his darkness. Exactly. Exactly. It undermines the point a little bit. 
yeah mud- muddles it if you will mm-hmm. <laughs> um, any other uh, like big big ticket items for the movie you want to talk um, about man i mean i'm just looking at my notes we've really covered a lot in just talking yeah. about <laughs> focusing on joker and harvey um, yeah, kind i don't of. know do, do you have anything else I I I think I think we we got I think we answered all the big questions that I have or at least yeah, I feel I don't think I had anything um else uh, yeah about that um I guess it's Batman's the main you know the I guess oh, they yeah. didn't have Batman in the name of this movie but he <laughs> but he is the the almost titular character. I guess he's still the Dark Knight. All right, he's the titular character. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, yeah. well, how did you how did you like Batman in this movie? Um, not as much as in the first one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he less of a focus on him. I yeah. think you get to see less of like the arrogant playboy. So you you do you get a few moments like at the party and when yeah, they and have dinner the, together. Yeah, and he has the ballerinas or whatever that he gets on the boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good. Uh, you're right. They have some moments. I don't enjoy I think the all. The thing is, is a lot of it happens up front, so you kind of yeah. forget, now thinking back on it, it feels like ages ago that we yeah. got that part of it. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Um. You know, I think. Uh. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I. I thought Christian Bale did a good job, but I. I, I didn't. The. The. The like love story with Rachel. I think that's really weak. Yeah. Um. And since that's kind of that's kind of one of his main like driving forces is wanting to be with Rachel. Um, and then I also uh, we we didn't talk about this uh, last time, so we should talk about it here. The Batman voice. Um, I thought <laughs> yeah, I don't it was know how we didn't talk about the Batman voice. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I'd say in our defense is I think it's it's a lot more intense in this movie. It's mm-hmm. it's like noticeably gruffer. And then I was reading apparently in um in post production uh uh Nolan wanted to to like modify it to to make it sound um gruffer. So like what we're hearing is oh. not what Christian Bale uh it, it's not like what Christian Bale oh, wow. sounded like. Um yeah. So they like amplified it quite a lot. <laughs> And I think that was a bad choice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, I guess it sounds like it was modified. It doesn't quite sound like what he should sound like, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that, that makes sense now why there's a little bit of a disconnect. That's interesting. Yeah. I kind of come down with you where I don't think, I think, you know, it's like some of the other Batman movies where the f- focus, you know, we get Batman got the first movie and then, I think Joker and Two-Face are the more like, I think we've established who Batman is for this movie. And then we can use who Batman is to explore these other people and ideas. And so that's more, he's more, needs to be a static character in this movie. Um, but then because it's a movie, they need to put in some drama um, with, <laughs> with them. <laughs> which yeah, I think Rachel's like an unfortunate, like, um, I guess product of she was in the first movie and so she needs to be in this movie but we're we introduced Harvey Dent who's like a lawyer so he takes away the lawyer aspect of Rachel all of a sudden she can't be the greatest lawyer ever because Harvey needs to be the greatest lawyer ever (laughs) who's uncorruptible um so he basically takes all of the good stuff about Rachel's character from the first movie gets taken by Harvey 
And then all that's left is her to be like a plot device for a lame side plot for Batman. I think they <laughs> could have just not had that aspect. I was thinking it might have been it would have been better if they didn't have like the Batman wishing that like or thinking that he could be with Rachel. Maybe that's just he just accepts that like Harvey one and that's like and maybe he could be sad about it but that's just like he has he has to like come to terms with that's a sacrifice for being batman the dark knight doesn't get the girl the white knight gets the girl i don't know (laughs) that really sounds great saying out loud yeah (laughs) (laughs) um anyway uh, i think i think if they just had him come to terms with like all right i'm not gonna have a love thing with Rachel and that was just was it and that you know he can be a little sad about it um, yeah. but I think that would have been better but there's probably studios feel feel uncomfortable if there's not the, if the main character doesn't have a love interest so it just wasn't wasn't ready yet yeah and they, they, they've been pretty bad with the love interests in most of these Batmans with a yeah. couple exceptions I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer especially as Catwoman um, yeah. yeah and I but, think Rachel in the first movie she was pretty <laughs> she was good one of yeah. the better ones I mean, I, I, just, I, there just wasn't room for her in this movie yeah so there's already so much going on that like they just didn't have anything for her yeah I think another problem is that there's not really there's not really any chemistry between you know. Bruce and Rachel, and they don't really have that in the first one either. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. Like, they got to just be friends. They already seem like they're in the friend zone anyway. Yeah. Let's just make them friends. <laughs> it's funny, like, with how sexual the other movies are, like all of the other <laughs> Batman mm-hmm. movies. And then these ones, there's absolutely, like, I guess you see Batman hanging out with some uh, attractive women, but that's like, that's about it. Even in that case, he seems very disinterested. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's, he's it's totally just the cover. No, <laughs> like, that's a great he's, point. He, he's in like a different part of the boat than them. Um, yeah, right. Like this, it really doesn't, it really could have. If, if this wasn't the other Batman movies, <laughs> it would have been like, like, which uh, one thing I appreciate is that you don't have like the like terrible, like objectifying shots of like these models or whatever that they can just be like in the background and we don't need to see your obligatory like um weird pan up a woman's body type shot it just wasn't in here which i i don't know i always uh, yeah i think that type of stuff is like yeah let's just not do that so um (laughs) yeah i i appreciate that but yeah it's very stark difference yeah (laughs) between them yeah this and marvel i didn't thought about that that this movie also Mm -hmm. started this this and marvel started like the we can have like totally like sexless movies yeah (laughs) people will like them yeah i i'm more mixed on 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 that trend (laughs) but i (laughs) i do see what you're saying i mean yeah it's i mean especially when it's if it's like always one-sided like yeah. And, uh, sexualizing the women um but in, in batman and robin they do they sexualize well, it goes both ways it goes yeah. i think in the batman <laughs> it's just they the do sexually, sexualize the, the male characters yeah. a lot too it's um, it's those are just sexually charged movies yeah there's yeah. so much in yeah there. and then yeah that's just not not a component um in this one yeah which all right th- this this brings me to to like my other like big thing like epiphany while watching this movie 
which I think is something that people have already thought about and it's even been considered is I I want to see Christopher Nolan make a Bond movie. Oh, I think that this movie is a Bond movie. That's my other take. It is a Bond movie. I I think I think this movie. Elements early on, definitely. I think this movie. I think with. I think this movie is almost more Bond than Batman. If you took away the Batman of it all, like if you took away the the character, just in all right. Here's. I don't think it's a. I think Batman's a better character than Bond because I think he has a reason behind what he's doing as opposed to Bond just does stuff. So I think Batman, and that's my other take, is Batman's just like a better Bond. Um, (laughs) Wow. Because they both do, they both do like spying stuff, right? They're trying to figure mm-hmm. out what's going on, and it's like a larger than life, goofy criminal that's trying to sow chaos or destroy the world or something or money or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so you have the gadgets, right? Yeah. You 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 got all these cool different gadgets, which I think Christopher Nolan and I guess I'm really being ex- inflammatory when I say it's uh-huh. like Bond, but it really it's, it made me think that Christopher Nolan could handle Bond well. Because I think all the gadgetry is super cool in this movie. And for all the talk about how grounded these movies are, I think people forget like how cool and fun all like the gadget stuff is. Um, I think the other aspect, Christopher Nolan, as we talked about in the first movie, I think he comes through again. We haven't even talked about like the scene that everyone's is everyone's favorite scene in this movie. Um, But I think the man can which scene um, shoot the hell out of a car chase um, scene. I oh, think right. This is a which I think this is a second example of the man knows how to handle a car chase. I think that's his best mode of action is car chase in all in all of these movies. That's when he's at his best. So there's the other ticket for for Bond. Um, and then you also have the stuff where he's like the suave when when he's doing his like Bruce Wayne persona. It basically is the Bond persona. Yeah, <laughs> is what he's doing. That's that's um, true. Yeah. So it it just I guess all in all just watching it I just kept thinking to myself, well, man I th- I really think that Christopher Nolan could like crush like kind of like a little more of a classic Bond revival but like modernized a little bit. Yeah, uh, I mean I think he would have the hardest time with the the uh, sexual stuff in Bond. Yeah, uh, I don't no, know how that's, that's what we were talking about. This yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that might be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> maybe bring in another writer yeah if you think Uh, about any of his movies it doesn't seem he seems like a robot because he there's no chemistry in really any of the movies that he makes yeah and and i'm i'm happy to have some variation i don't think every bond needs to hit all like check off all of those boxes totally um yeah no that's that's true yeah it just made made me think maybe i think but i also feel like he's I think he is kind of responsible for the new, like he had the, these Batman movies had a clear influence on the, um, the Daniel Craig Batman. Well, like, I mean this movie in Skyfall, oh, <laughs> we yeah. can go down that um, path. Just the insanely like, intricate villain p- plans. Yeah. yeah. This, this really kicked off the, you captured me, but it was all part of my plan thing. Yeah. Which, I don't think I don't think that was the lesson people needed should have taken from this movie. I don't no. think that was what was good. But this movie, the Star Trek Into Darkness, did it. There, there was oh, a period here where yeah. like every movie did that. But yeah, Skyfall, but, but it was also really inspired by this movie. 
but I think I also think like with Batman Begins and Casino Royale, you know, the the having giving having an origin story because with Bond mm-hmm. too, we had never gotten an origin story. He just yeah. and Doctor No, he's just on a mission, um, and and you know we never really. I guess they tried with the Pierce Brosnans, but kind of they failed. Yeah. <laughs> um, never really delved too much into you know Bond's psychology. We, we did that a lot with Daniel Craig. Um, his vulnerabilities, questioning whether we like, why do we have this guy at all? And you yeah. know, in the other in the earlier <laughs> Bonds, it's just kind of taken for granted. Of, co- of course, we we want Bond. Um, so, yeah, that's a great point. Oh, thank you. Maybe, and maybe maybe that hurts the case because maybe since they tried to copy Christopher Nolan, maybe they robbed us of seeing what his actual like unlike just copycat version would have been or whatever yeah that, i feel like we've already sort of gotten a, even though it didn't come from nolan himself we've <laughs> gotten kind of a nolan batman um yeah but i, or nolan, I think he, nolan Bond, yeah, exactly I mean. but i think he handles the gadgetry in a way that i think could make it a little different yeah i think he's, he seems to be into gadgets i guess and i'm i'm not mad about it <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I love that part of these movies. Definitely, one of my I, I think that gets elements. forgotten about because I think people talk about how like real it was, and it's like, no, this was totally a superhero movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, through and through, like to its core, and it was, it was a superhero movie, and proud of it. It wasn't trying oh, yeah. to be something else. It was just taking a specific like tone on it or whatever. It was never like trying to get away from it. I, I think it. I think part of it is. Yeah, it was received as like so much more than a superhero yeah. movie. Yeah, and I guess I think, when you're coming off of the, the last Batman movies, it's a big difference. Yeah. So right. And I do think that it is it tries to be it since it's like del it does delve so much into like the psychology of Batman mm-hmm. and of the Joker, and it introduces all of these like themes, you know, principles versus pragmatism versus chaos like i Mm -hmm. i I think it's i think it's trying to to kind of be both things the like really kind of over the top you know fun superhero Mm -hmm. movie and also the the more grounded you know i mean Um, you could argue that the other batman movies also attempted to to do all those things they were sort of (laughs) not done well (laughs) i I think like whatever the one with val kilmer i think attempted all of those aspects it was a very half-assed attempt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and they're well, pretty uh, similar lengths of movies. So I think it's just a testament of better movie making. <laughs> yeah. I honest. mean, th- this was something that was interesting when I was reading on IMDb about uh, the Dark Knight. Like, um, so uh, Christopher Nolan, like the first two days. Uh, where he had everyone together, they didn't do any filming. They just watched movies. Um, wow. And yeah, they watched, uh, they watched heat, uh, which is like a, <laughs> you know, epic prime movie. Really good. Have yeah. you seen it? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, cat people, the 1942 version. I, I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen that. <laughs> um, <laughs> be honest. <laughs> same. Uh, Citizen Kane, okay. King Kong, the original, uh okay. batman begins makes sense um yeah. <laughs> uh and let's see i don't recognize some of the but they also watched a clockwork orange um oh. which i think was probably where yeah. some of the inspiration for joker came from um yeah 
<laughs> but uh, but well, I guess given given that that's what they watched, I think they were they were going for something more than you know than just uh, uh, a superhero movie. And I guess for 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 this time, I guess you could say it was more. But I think it's that's more of that. It just hadn't been done as well. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like I think you could say that. I don't think it is more than a superhero movie. I think it just lived up to the potential of what a superhero movie could be. Because I think at this point, like in superhero comics, all of this stuff had been done like decades before this movie came out. Similar stuff, you know, similar tones, similar ideas had all been explored in the comics. Like, Little right. decades before this happened. So I mean, I think, Batman started out as like a like noir, right? It was it yeah. was like directly drawing upon that uh, genre. Yeah, yeah, um, and just in like just the comics in general, like the the movies are, that we're getting are like where there's a huge delay in terms of like you know when we're starting to get bored with ideas and then they're like changing up to do these other things. That's this. They've gone through those same progressions in the comics themselves where like you know you right. start out with your more just like you know true i'm a good superhero type thing and then people are looking you know for maybe oh maybe there's some gray or like an anti-hero and whatnot like that's it's not like we sometimes forget that like you know <laughs> people are like people it's kind of like when you know you see the comedy and you're like oh man this comedy is like some of the comedy stuff we have now you know people's ideas yeah. People have had these ideas before. Um, yeah, so I think it's just the first time we're getting to see it executed on the big screen. Um, but I think the potential was always there for like a superhero to movie to be what this movie was. Um, right. Um, that's just, I think, what makes these movies extra good is that like they basically created superhero movies and also a lot of other movies too um, yeah so they kind of uh -huh. they blazed the trail i guess is what i want to say like i think uh -huh. you got to give it extra props and that it wasn't like you know obviously you did say it was referencing all the you know kind of building off of these things but it kind of it took a big leap in terms of how like a superhero movie would be executed um, yeah yeah that's that's true um are there any other big things or should we just go into like I think I think Bond Bond was my last thing I wanted yeah, to, nice. to mention. Um yeah. I I've definitely covered all of all of the big all right, topics. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm I mean we I guess do you we, think we all right Sam does this movie hold up after oh, we've had this discussion? Are you where are you at on this? Yeah, it's a, it's a tough question. Um I would say huh I I'll say that it it does but it shows the limitations of the superhero genre. So I think it holds up kind of as like this is about as good as, as a superhero movie can as like an ambitious superhero movie can get, but it also it, it is ambitious enough that you can see the limit that like super I don't think that um, you, you know, I think some of the thematic stuff and some of the like, um, some of the plot stuff, it, like it, it, it shows you how like easy it is to like, um, the, the unavoidability of a certain amount of like wackiness in superhero movies. And I think you just, it really comes across in this movie because it is kind of trying to, to be both like 
serious and like dealing with heavy themes and also having the fun of a superhero movie. And I think you, you see those, the like, uh, the tensions there really are well, well displayed in this movie. Was that, a, I don't know if that was a I decisive think, yeah, that, No, that, that, that makes sense. Okay. Um, so maybe it holds up for a superhero movie is what I think I heard. <laughs> yeah. It holds up for a superhero movie and as a warning to other superhero movies that I don't think has been heated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I'd say, I definitely think this movie holds up. I don't, I'm, yeah. I think I'm just enjoy the superhero genre more than you do. So I don't think that's I, fair to say, <laughs> I don't think I see it as obstacles as much as you do. Um, I think it potentially even is actually uh, op- opening doors. On the other <laughs> hand, <laughs> ooh, um, <laughs> so philosophical. But anyway, w- yeah. Uh, what, um, can I mean, you? Sorry, can you name like a couple other movies that you think like really kind of uh, took the the mantle uh, and uh, you know went somewhere interesting with this? Great question. Um, I have to. I don't know. I don't know if like were any of those doors taken. You know, I don't. I don't know if that has fully happened in terms, like in terms of kind of what this movie does. I guess. Um, I think I've seen it in like animated superhero stuff. Maybe I don't know if on the big screen. I don't know if mm. I don't know if we have seen it. Um, yeah. I think, you know, we've seen other like you know you have like fun things, but uh, and yeah, I, I don't know if we have. Um, but there's always next. You know, could be. Yep, that's could, right. Could be next time. Um, the night is always darkest just before the dawn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and that's not to say I, I've loved a bunch of superhero movies since this movie. I'm just saying in terms of kind of what this movie was going for. I don't yeah. know if it's quite like I guess like Civil War is probably the other movie just like off the top of my head that I could think of that came in the realm of what this movie was that. I mean, I think this movie is amazing. And I guess if there's anything for me to take away is I think being annoyed at all of the Nolan fans and how much people like, I think people consistent, I think people overrate this movie and it caused me to underrate this movie because I was yeah. so annoyed by how high esteemed people were regarding it without, but you know, watching this movie, I do think I was underrating it for that reason. It doesn't mean that I'm rating it as my favorite movie of all time, but I, I am coming out of this even more positive than before i i thought this was a hell of a movie one of like i think it's incredible i think despite many flaws uh it has a lot of things that i i really enjoy i think for me a a certain level of chaotic characters are like my favorite characters and a lot of things um and a lot of my i also think it's just a pretty chaotic movie in general which made it a little hard to follow at times (laughs) but i really like chaotic things is like that, that that's probably the genre that like has the is just kind of in my vein com- compared to other that that's like that's my thing um so i think that this movie actually yeah builds well for me i like i also like seeing you know i think batman begins does like the best origins movie we've ever seen i also like seeing batman in the middle of his career and that like mm-hmm. he's just batman it's what he's doing i wish they would have been a little more with like less tension or but yeah, i don't know i think 
I, I, I like seeing it, how it just starts out. There's some bad actors in Gotham and Batman's got to stop them. Um, <laughs> I think it, it does, does that well. But all right, cool. Um, I think that's, that's my piece. All right. That. Nice. Time, well, time. I'm glad, glad you enjoyed it. Um, and I enjoyed it. All right. Too. Yeah. Um, so we, all right. Yeah. Let's yeah. do, we've, we've gone on for quite a bit. So we'll, we'll yeah. do the highlights. Make this quick. Of the, yeah. of the nit, the nitpicks. And I think I have a couple just specific positive things. All right. One more cool. thing before oh. we go <laughs> v- visually, I think we wanted to talk about, Oh um, yeah. How, how do you like Gotham in this movie? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a little, it's a little weird that that so much of it takes place during the day. But now that we've talked about it, it, it makes sense. What <laughs> I, it, it doesn't feel visually as much like a Batman movie. Um, yeah, but I know that's kind of what they're going for. Um, so I, I I liked it visually, uh, but I also kind of missed some of the 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 more the Batman feel. Yeah, I you? think yeah, I think that's where I think this movie we didn't see is like the. We didn't not see them, but we didn't see like the cool, huge building, future buildings with like the tram going through them. Huh. They definitely seem to like make it a little more of a grounded city in, in this one. And I think in general, yeah, it doesn't feel got, futuristic at all. Yeah, we got fewer shots of like the big city. It was just a little fewer and far between. And I was that was one thing where I was really wanting to see more more of that i guess um there's you know we have maybe like two shots of him staying on a high building but those just weren't as cool as they were in the other one to be honest just the buildings looked more square and generic in this movie they were a little more like futuristic looking in the last movie so that that kind of bummed me out i wish that they would have just believed in it and kept the same city and still done everything uh but there was one shot where you have bat when batman and uh harvey meet and Gordon's there and you have the three of them and it circles around the three of them while they're talking. You're seeing the buildings. They're up on this rooftop. I thought that was my, my favorite one, but overall I thought it was worse um, visually from that perspective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. So getting into uh, stray yep. observations, nitpicks. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I actually, I have a note here. It's, I, I forgot about it, but, uh, they do say that Harvey locked up half the city's criminals. So this fits with your thing that <laughs> things had gotten a lot better, but that is so, so dumb. Like, yeah. I mean, Gotham is basically New York city, right? It's about yeah. the same size. And so how many, like how many criminals would that be? Um, a large number. They also know the total number of criminal, c- criminals yeah. to get that half percentage. Yeah. <laughs> so they just haven't been able to catch the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just yeah, it doesn't comments make a like lot of that, sense. it's like, wow, this is this is superhero movie territory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Here's here's this isn't even a nitpick at the movie, but Bruce is on the boat and he dives into the water. It's a terrible dive. Like there's so much splash. It looks so ungraceful. I think Batman should be able to dive better. I don't know how like clearly what's his face. Christian Bale. Yeah. Christian Bale doesn't have a lot of experience with diving. Apparently. I don't know how that was their best take of that. And it probably wasn't even him. It was probably a stunt man too. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, that's a good point. It was was abysmal. All right. That's not really a nitpick, but I needed to (laughs) mention it. I'm glad you, you got that out there. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, another one that I had is just 
Why was Rachel mad at Batman? Was what I said, and I'm, I don't even remember what what it was uh, for anymore. But I just, uh, yeah, I think that's just we already kind of hit on her character sucking. But, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> all right, um, that is confusing. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. Uh, Here's the the next one. Why did um why why does Harvey blame Batman at all? I yeah, that uh, doesn't make like, sense. And I feel well, like Batman could have just told him, hey, I actually tried to save Rachel. He just did the old switcheroo on me. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he really should have told uh, Harvey that. I feel like that yeah. that could have... Uh, that He could have saved a lot of lives by disclosing yeah. that information. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Um, this is a, a small thing, but the commissioner who gets poisoned... Why does his glass that has the poison in it start smoking like after he's taken the drink? It, he's had the liquid it's acid in there. that activates with your spit, clearly. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> the old spit activating acid. Yeah. <laughs> How could I forget that? that? Was, uh, excellent point. No, yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, uh, all right. Why so many dogs in this movie? <laughs> yeah, I thought about that dogs, too. Beginning, middle, end—they are all in on the dogs. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Out. Yeah, um, it, it, it happened so much that it was like distinct. It was in like three or four scenes. Yeah, um, this is this is one that I've I've heard other people. I, I'm not the first to point this out, but it's funny mm -hmm. that they use the expression uh, "close to the chest" twice. And that's not something. And I, I heard someone yeah, say close, close to, your, to the vest. Close to the, the vest, day. yeah. Yeah. And I heard someone say that the other day. So it was funny to then hear <laughs> close to the chest in this movie. Um, I, I think he must have like thought that was and he was trying to use yeah. American expressions. Oh, yeah. But he got it wrong. Uh, that's a great point. He's not American. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I love it. <laughs> All right. Um, the next one. How did a, the, at the opening, at the character introduction for Harvey Dent, they want to give him a badass character introduction? And so he's oh, in the yeah. courtroom and a guy pulls a gun on him. How is a, a witness in the courtroom? How did they not check him for guns? Like you need to yeah. go through stuff to get there. So that was, that was that absolute amazing. negligence. Absolutely no sense. I actually, this were, thank you. This reminds me of a nitpick that I had related to this. Uh, Rachel is like not at all concerned about Harvey. She's like, they, yeah. they make some comment when they're talking together about this happening and like you would think she'd be like, are you know, are you okay? Like you almost got killed. And she's <laughs> there, she's just like so lighthearted and <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that yeah, that that definitely didn't come off <laughs> right in there. No. Um all right, here's here's the line that just kind of this is a little bit of like put a little bit of dating on this movie. This is then the time when like I I like they have Mr. Lau, they have Chinese business. And this is just, I just reminded me, this was like a time in the world when like everything was about like Chinese business, I feel like was like all the stuff, whereas it was kind of like, I don't know, their economy was expanding a ton. And that was a lot of the focus was like, oh, do we need to learn Chinese or something? I don't know. I think we've, we've yeah. shifted a long ways from that at this point to now we're like back into like, we need to do the stuff internally instead. So it, it was just, it was just kind of funny to see. Like it was just a totally different time, and that's maybe like fifteen years ago. Yeah, no, that I, I, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, 
Okay, my next one. Did Gordon? Did Commissioner Gordon really need to fake his death? That was <laughs> that was that was my one. That's like I don't even know. This is like a little more than a nitpick. Yeah, this is more <laughs> what, than a nitpick. What, for me what too. benefit was gained? Like I you guess because if he's dead, then they can't kill him. <laughs> yeah <laughs> huge brain like he there's said, no aspect of that that helps them capture joker at all and i think he says he did it for his family's safety but there's yeah. no explanation about why that helped that that, that just that that was yeah. and it just it gets a long movie already don't <laughs> you don't need to introduce that yeah and it's also was... just an annoying thing that i feel like is just the, the, the obviously fake death. It's such a trope. It's such a common trope. <laughs> like you're not fooling anyone. Yeah. So why? Yeah. It. Uh, it was, that was super dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> All right, well, that, 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 that was going to be my next one as well. Oh, so I'm now, sorry. I'm, I'm now kind of reeling a little bit. All right, uh, I got my my final one. All right. Okay. So the the news. So we're at the news, and the guy's asking about to reveal the identity of Batman. And then Joker, mm -hmm. then they get a call. So that that means that Joker just called the news anchor and he answered. Like, first of all, there's a phone there that Joker can call. Second of all, they just pick up the phone call. No questions asked. Is this that type of a show? He was doing like an interview. <laughs> yeah, that's a wow. That is a really good one. It's clear. It's one of those cases where the movie just needs this yeah. to happen so they're gonna kind of for they're gonna force a like two people talking to like get plot going yeah <laughs> yeah that's really good uh, <laughs> um okay this is kind of a this is related to our side character watch i thought mm -hmm. that there were some goofier side character performances <laughs> here and some not great lines from side characters so i just here's one that i, I love it that stood out a little bit to me this was from one of the cops when they're escorting uh uh, uh harvey um he, he they don't want to go down into the slower section and he says mm -hmm. we'll be like turkeys on thanksgiving down there <laughs> 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 So oh, maybe man. could have found a better line there. Yeah, um, better line, better actor. Um, yeah, I think we're we're definitely the 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 other cops definitely take a, a downgrade in this movie. I think having like the sleazy cop guy to kind of lead the side cops. I think he it helped him. He kind of took on a lot of the side cop roles in the last yeah. movie. Yeah, there was a void in this one for sure. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, I would right. say so. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think I've I've hit the limit. I thought one thing. I thought Maroni is a big upgrade on Falcone. Mm. I think he's a better mobster. Yeah, I thought he and, looked really sleazy. Yeah, uh -huh. exactly. I think he looked like he was a superhero movie. I believed him in like as a Batman mobster role way more. Yeah, I really liked him. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, let's see. Sorry, I'm just going through. Oh, you're good. Uh, All right, I'll give a quick thing okay. that's not a nitpick. It's just a, hey, this was in the movie and I liked it. Yeah. Um, they show the guy, there's a police officer that's investigating to figure out who Batman is. And they show his current suspects. And it includes Bigfoot, Elvis, and then one <laughs> person that I can't, I can't that's what? on a similar vein that I, I forgot to write down. Um, but... Wow. For anyone that says this movie was too serious, <laughs> yeah. just know that that was in this movie. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I loved it. They did have some some funny. I, I like. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. And when Joker, he puts like an S in front of the laughter on the truck. Yeah. And there's like a, there's one part where you see some bullets uh, and they, they make a smile. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. When he's shooting the truck or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. This is a, a nitpick that's, it's about a performance uh, that I overall liked, but I, I felt like, like it faltered a little bit on this. So I, th- I thought Aaron Eckhart did a really good job in this movie overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he's like, getting burned i felt like his his like uh i'm in pain acting was pretty over the top <laughs> yeah it, it it's was like ah oh. i think it's one of those Sorry, cases get- where they should have just like shown him get on fire and then like ended the scene or something yeah but they were like just like yell out as loudly yeah. as you can like, ah, yeah, that, that, that part ah. really stands out yeah like, especially because i think he does a great job and in, in the rest of it i know um yeah yeah it's it's a bummer um let's <laughs> see they have um one cool thing that i liked was at the opening batman scene he's they're in like a car garage and he jumps down from this upper area onto this car below and we have this mm. awesome shot of above dropping down i thought it was really cool and it reminded me a lot of some of the other like um sequences in previous batman movies where you have batman dropping from above i thought it it was like a cool fresh like camera angle on it um yeah that was great i really enjoyed that um another thing that i liked when so joker has he has all this money uh stacked up and you see lao on top of it tied up (laughs) and he lights it on fire and you don't see Lau burning, but you know that he just <laughs> burned this guy alive, which is it get it's like so brutal. And the fact that Joker would do that, just the audacity of it. Um Yeah. Yeah. That's intense. Um Yeah. All right. I think that's that's every all right. I think I'm tapped. Okay. I um, have I think have maybe one more. Cool. Uh so there's a part where Batman's talking to Lucius Fox. And he's just totally doing his like gruff Batman voice, but Lucius <laughs> knows that <laughs> Batman is Bruce Wayne. So, hey, when what? you have multiple personality disorder, <laughs> you got to keep it distinct. Yeah, um, yeah. Good point. Yeah, um, that's my <laughs> final nitpick. All right, I love it. Um, <laughs> all right, and then I think I actually. All right, there was another joke that I really liked. Is they yeah. he makes a suit upgrade so that he can turn his head, which I thought was a really funny <laughs> jab at the pre- previous Batman costumes. Yeah, it was so stiff. Um, that was really good. Yeah, I was very like self-referential, and I, I enjoyed it. Uh, that you know, there still was stuff like that in here. I think I think that this movie had more fun. There was more fun in these movies than I think people remember. I, yeah, I feel like. Maybe, no, maybe, would, maybe it's because there you have scenes like that found footage Joker scene yeah. that really overshadows <laughs> the having fun aspect. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say it's a little hard to. Yeah, it definitely is a little stronger. But um, yeah, no, it's a fun movie. Yeah. I think think that's all. All I had there is super fun talking about. I think I learned more yeah. about this movie just talking about it with you. Uh, me too. I, no, this was a great one to discuss. And uh, now I feel like I need to watch it again to see if like we just were able to like extrapolate well and <laughs> like how, how what 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 the actual viewing experience thinking those things would be. Yeah, <laughs> if it I would, honestly like, really all match up well. <laughs> I really might watch it again in the next couple days, even though it's very long. And maybe we could 
I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to make any promises, but maybe we'll we'll check back in on yeah. the Dark Knight at some point for a little mini episode. Uh, uh, that, uh, that, that 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 sounds like fun. Right. Sweet. Uh, cool. All right. So yeah, this has been movies with heart continuing our bat bat batastic <laughs> bat bat run i did that in the wrong order <laughs> and uh it's evolving yeah, that's our episode yeah. exactly mm-hmm. uh, so yeah like and subscribe and do whatever you do rate us five and star ratings yeah all those big five stars wherever you get your podcasts uh i think you can reach out to us at uh, movies full of movies with heart on twitter and or at gmail movies full of heart the links are in the description so use that don't don't take my word for it (laughs) um and yeah thanks for listening we'll see you next week bye